I'm Latoya. And I'm Zaria. And this is the Full Moon Chat Podcast. Where we share insights about the full moon each month and how to use it to your advantage. The full moon is for reflecting on what you've accomplished, celebrating what you've attracted and manifested, and clarifying what you no longer need or want. With this podcast, we aim to build a community that is rooted in spirituality and connecting with our higher selves. We hope you enjoy this month's episode. And if you want to submit a question for us to answer, stick around to the end of the episode to learn more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Full Moon Chat Podcast with LaToya and Zaria. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I love how we we always pose these questions in the podcast, but there's no one else here but you and I. Crickets. <laughs> I know. A silence in the audience. All right. Thank you. <laughs> well, Latoya and I are doing all right. I guess we'll just answer our own question. Um, Latoya, before we started, was just telling me about you know what's going on in her life and how she's doing so Latoya do you want to like fill everyone else in on just like what's going on yeah so I'm already um feeling the the full moon vibes even though we're recording this pretty early um we're gonna have a full moon in Libra and that's all about relationships and how we Mm -hmm. show up how we owning ourselves and within the relationship and right now my husband he's an Aries and uh, also Libra rising so he's getting all kinds of opportunities uh, coming up he's been working very hard and super proud of him but um, yeah his work is just kind of uh, promoting him and now he's able to start traveling getting these new opportunities but (laughs) Mm. it triggers a lot of my uh, childhood woundings Mm. and uh, feelings of abandonment um I grew up in a single parent household. So my mom was very much had to fulfill all the roles and did her best. But you know, that was still, um, you know, lacking in areas of like not having a father and um, having to figure out the world on my own, mm-hmm. in a way. And so it's just kind of like, you know, whenever he's like, gone, like right now, he's gone for the weekend to, to for a conference. And meeting people and stuff like that it just kind of triggered that wounding of like oh no I'm abandoned what can happen and so my brain Mm -hmm. is kind of like running around with it of like all the possibilities like what are you gonna do like complete survival mode you know (laughs) but it's not necessary and I see what's going on now and so it's nice to have the the tools that I have like um to kind of keep myself grounded and um being compassionate for myself like yep Mm -hmm. you're still gonna be dealing with this probably it's probably a lifelong thing and Mm -hmm. that's okay and just don't freak out and make things harder than they should. Right. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I'm going through. It's, it's good season though. It's a lot of opportunities coming out. How do you feel like Pisces season treated you like in general? Like what was your, how was your oh Pisces season this year? Yeah. So Pisces season was pretty much a lot of letting go of what mm. I was expecting to continue, um, which makes sense. Um, because Pisces is about endings, um, as well as preparing for beginnings. And so just kind of like sitting and doing a lot of reflecting, um, a lot of journaling, a lot of crying. Um, I recently got an Akashic Records reading um, from um, a new friend, Anchana. Uh, She might be listening to this podcast, but she was amazing. And that was like, 
I forgot that it was like still Pisces season. Yeah, I mean, technically we're still in it, but um, when we have people are listening to this podcast, it's going to be Aries. But it was just kind of like, holy crap, like everything makes sense of what I'm going through, what I'm experiencing, what I experienced in past lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of reflection. Very good. Uh, a lot of crying and releasing and getting mm-hmm. excited for the new season. So <laughs> what about you? How, how was your Pisces season? Latoya, my Pisces season, or anytime the moon is ever in Pisces or anything, I feel such, um, I always feel really beautiful and graceful and feel sort of, sort of emotional and watery because both my Venus and Mercury are in Pisces, but oh, yeah. I also, because my sun is in Aries and also my Mars is in Aries, I find myself, especially towards the end of Pisces season, feeling so much inner conflict. Um, Hmm. I feel like I'm, I was struggling in Pisces season between finding the balance between harnessing my power and sort of embodying the very energetic and assertive and bold energy of Aries season that's coming. But then at the same time, trying to be sensitive and intuitive and, um, gentle and nurturing. So yeah, I also, I just feel like that dynamic that's within me is only heightened during Pisces seasons like you were Mm -hmm. saying before it was a really good opportunity for for me to learn from that and to realize that I don't have to just be one thing I don't need to just embody Mm -hmm. one sort of personhood the whole point of being a human is that we're all so complex but I think sometimes I don't know if you feel this way but there's a lot of pressure to sort of be one person or be one Mm -hmm. thing Um, Especially in our field, um, you know, being business owners and sort of like having these brands. Like I think a lot of time I feel a lot of internal pressure to just pick who I'm going to be. Um, Mm -hmm. And Pisces season made me realize like, no, all of these energies can exist within me simultaneously. And that the only thing I need Mm -hmm. to learn how to do is to harness all of them and not let one thing sort of overwhelm me. So not be too too emotional to the point where I'm not grounded anymore but also not be too assertive and too bold and you know too aggressive <laughs> to the point where I'm like like Hulk you know right so, not not getting the new inspiration exactly <laughs> and so, everyone's like wow you're not hearing me <laughs> it's like I got my ideas yeah <laughs> totally yes. get that so I've just yeah. been trying to find the balance you know that's where I'm at yeah, that's beautiful. It makes me think of because, um, like, we had the Pisces new moon. Um, yes. And yes. yeah, uh, March thirteenth, and um, which actually was nice too because we got out of the Mercury retrograde, uh, Mercury shadow uh, period. So we're getting new uh, lessons with Mercury and how to put things together on the same day. But um, what was I going with that? So Mercury. Oh no, not Mercury. Uh, Pisces. Like it was kind of like that chance of. Uh, getting into that space of that nebulous space of dreaming and like all the possibilities and the beauty of, you know, those dreams manifesting. But then like, I felt with it also being that new moon energy, um, which kind of reminds me of like that Aries archetype as well, like starting something. It's like having to, to pick, I feel like pick one of those, possibilities mm-hmm. um that are still in your you know circle your realm of you know possibility but like picking one and like doing our best to integrate it for mm-hmm. the new season that's coming in mm-hmm. um so that's kind of like where i was got the idea of like okay we're in the dream world but you're also planting the seed for a new season uh, of like projects or relationships that you're wanting mm-hmm. to experience and so yeah definitely it's like a weird space of like 
I can have all the things, but having to be, uh, have the ability to discern which one is actually good, a good uh, right. thing to work with for the season to come, like what is it more relevant, I guess, in a way. And um, yeah, just like more passionate about like anchoring down mm-hmm. um, because, you know, maybe we have like contact with all this dreams and it's possibly you know, all the things that you're supposed to manifest in this life, but like, mm-hmm. and it's simultaneously coming together, but like you have to put your energy into a thing and then um, see it run its course mm-hmm. um at least that's how i saw like the new moon in pisces that was um really really interesting because i was like oh wow things are like you know going away and and now right. i'm like okay i'm really am anchoring down on this idea and um still holding on to the old uh old things that are still working so like mm-hmm. having to figure those out and like leave them in is it's really really interesting <laughs> Yeah. Can you talk more about that, actually? Because that's something that I've always wondered. It's also a question that I get a lot, which is like, okay, so we know that it's Pisces season. What does that mean for me? Like, because you use the word integrate. And so Mm -hmm. how do you sort of go about the process of harnessing the particular, so say, let me give you a more concrete example so that this is making more sense. Um, Say it's Pisces season. Mm -hmm. And I know that my Venus and Mercury is in Pisces. Um, but like I was saying before, I also know that my sun and Mars is in Aries. And so right now we're sort of in this in-between stage. So how would you advise one to go about sort of harnessing the energy of all of these things that are happening at once? Another example, say that it's Pisces season and Venus is also in Pisces, but the moon is in Scorpio and my moon is mm-hmm. in Scorpio. So how yeah. does one... You know, we're also so multidimensional. There's like so many aspects of the universe that are always impacting us as people. So just can you talk more about like what you mean by integration and like specifying like how to to harness the the good things or negative things from each one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, um, whenever I do chart readings, I see a pattern happening. I feel like when you can look at one placement, it tells the story and they look at another, it, tell, it tells a similar story and then it all works together. So like for me, it was, it's like, oh, okay, it's Pisces season and Pisces is in my eighth house and that's my Saturn's in that you know house as well in that sign. And so things of like having to be okay with letting go of control um, is a very, is a highlighting thing for me at that, you know, during Pisces season. And so if you understand your birth chart, like you're able to look at your chart and see what planets are, you know, in that sign, then you're able to get an understanding of like what place in your life um, Mm. that you happen to focus on. Because the sun is also your conscious awareness, um, just like the thing that, you know, it's becoming more illuminated in Mm. your your, um, life so, so that you're seeing it more, a little bit more clearly. Um, and just shows what you can focus on, like what topics. And so, you know, like generally, like uh, the eighth house, I think you and me have the eighth house, but it, yes. it's different because of the planets that are in there. The way we experience that house is different. Mm-hmm. Um, we just know like, okay, eighth house, death and rebirth, uh, a sense of control um, or lack of control within like um, relationship to, you know, maybe projects or people or the public or whatever. Um 
that's something that we have to like look at and what what is it that we're having to reconcile or let go of and um, allow new inspiration to come through in that area of our life. So if you're looking at your chart, you would just look at what house is it in, what planets are there, what do they you know, symbolize and um, focus in on that. Now the moon also highlights like your emotional focus. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if it's in Scorpio, then that's the same thing going on. Um, Scorpio originally rules the eighth house so that you know, themes of uh, letting go, um, power, power struggles, how are you using your own power? Um, those same Lord things are. Yeah, it's just me that Scorpio rules the eighth house and that yeah. the eighth house is all about. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a constant thing. Like, that Please, and- <laughs> this explains so much. Latoy, I wish I would have known this years ago. <laughs> Someone sound the alarm and making breakthroughs on this podcast. Right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. So it's all the the, the things that we don't want to deal with that we right. brush on the, the carpet. It's all Scorpio. Scorpio is the first one to be like, "What's that?" And like lifts it up, mm. <laughs> and then they get scared or like, "Oh, dives deeper." Like one of the it's like that like wanting to dive in and dig in or like that great repulsion. Like I don't want to see that. Like mm. it's either or. But yeah, that's all Scorpio. so yeah there's that pattern yeah it's that pattern so Pisces season for me could be pretty hard because it's that you know dealing with uh the things I don't want to look at or I don't want to let go of that relationship that relationship was nice you know or but then having to learn like okay like relationships come in different forms you know love comes in different forms and you can't control that um right so having to be okay with that part um of the eighth house is uh necessary <laughs> that was really helpful Latoya. yeah i'm glad i'm able to clear that up so if anybody else is like struggling with that that's right. at least that's how i look at it so mm-hmm. yep <laughs> so in terms of the the upcoming full moon in libra what's going on in that regard yeah so um with the full moon in libra so libra is a cardinal air sign and so cardinal is this um the, the mode of like starting new things, mm-hmm. uh, new projects, basically initiating, you know, and then air is communication and ideas. So mm-hmm. um, more specifically, because Venus rules Libra, it's communication mm-hmm. around values. Um, so yours and the other person's values, beauty. So what is your idea of beauty? What is your ideal of beauty of ideal of relationships? Um, and, and how to, you know, bring justice to those ideas so um we're having to look at these things in our lives with the full moon and uh it's bringing this culmination you know this completion of uh how we dealt with relationship and it allows us to like air out with the waning moon of things that are not very useful um Mm -hmm. according to like our values and what we see in relationship and what we need in relationships right now um especially as we're moving into uh uh, airy season so spring um things are starting you know things are coming up uh there's new opportunities to 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 connect with people to connect with new ideas new way of speaking um our values and so this is something that you know we're it's important for us to get clear on like what it is that we're wanting out of our uh you know spring season out of the relationships that we're maybe engaging in for the next you know um six months um figuring out who are we so that we are showing up much more um we're much more present in our relationships 
Um, and the full moon also, um, so it peaks on Sunday, March 28th, uh, 11.47 a.m. Pacific time, 1.47 p.m. Central and 7.47 UK time. Um, and the full moon uh, also represents the time to celebrate what you've been through and, and what you've accomplished. Um, so it's that completion period of the, of the moon cycle. Um, there might be some manifestations or realizations like how I was speaking about earlier in this podcast of like my husband having all these new opportunities mm-hmm. um, and I'm having this realization of, oh man, is this deep wounding still um, there of that feeling of abandonment, but um, this is still um, in alignment with our values. So I can't wild out <laughs> mm-hmm. and like act a fool and be like, you're it because it's like, no, you're not really leaving me. You're just right. fulfilling your role in our relationship so that we can, mm. you know, actualize our values. And so right. it's like having to do that dance and still hold me like I am my own, you know, like a child, <laughs> hold right. my inner child, like everything is okay. You know, mm-hmm. everything's working with you, not against you. Um, it's always has, but, you know, now you can, you know, mother yourself. I'm saying this to myself. So like you, you know, for everyone, you, you can see this new, this full moon as this opportunity to, to see in your relationships, where do you need to show up and mm. own your values and let your partner own their values and right. make this beautiful relationship. It's difficult, but it's worth it. So yeah, this full moon is shining the light on that. <laughs> There's, um, there's something that I've been seeing. I don't know if you're on TikTok, Latoya, but there's a huge astrology community on TikTok. And something that I saw the other day is that Libras are known for people pleasing. Mm, yeah. um, and I, that makes me think more broadly about like um, Venetian energy, like more mm-hmm. broadly and sort of being super flirty and, you know, just mm-hmm. sort of like wanting to engage with everyone. And but yeah. it's so interesting that I. <clears throat> it's a very delicate dance, isn't it? Between sort of wanting to engage with everyone and be involved with everything or aligning with your purpose, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also making sure not to allow those sort of like old wounds or insecurities to be projected onto those opportunities. So yeah, yeah, that's going to be something that I'm sort of cognizant of during this full moon especially because, you know, Aries season two, I'm just like, okay, Zaria, like, this is all great. This is an influx of energy for me personally to be going from Pisces straight into Aries and then also the full moon in Libra. So this is a lot of very talkative, you know, sort of outspoken, um, Mm -hmm. outward extroverted energy. And so now I'm just like, okay, you know, make sure that I'm not people pleasing, that I'm not, um, Mm -hmm. once it just go, I just am having a theme of sort of like, making sure that I am finding balance. I don't know if you're like hearing me like talk about this, but like being yeah. able to harness the the energy of all of these shifts and changes without it being like so consuming and overwhelming, you know? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't know if that dance. goes back. Right. I don't know if that goes back to me being a Scorpio moon and sort of viewing everything in extremes, but I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, sorry, like, stay grounded you know like allow the energy shifts to happen around you like you don't need to be in the center of that storm you know do you feel like that ever yeah so um it kind of made me think of like leo (laughs) our leo energy too because it's like like, i want to be in the center of attention but then it's like that scorpio is like but i don't want to get lose my power because you remember that one time when that happened and that hurt me so long and i'm still holding on to that (laughs) so it's like that that dance (laughs) 
it's because it's we do like we yeah we have <laughs> right. those safe place with but right. I think it is that like needing to to stay grounded and aware of like okay where am I where are they and how is this relationship going to work so it's be successful mm-hmm. um yeah and, and Libra is that Venetian energy uh because it's ruled by Venus and Venus is, is a, a planet of popularity so she is very mm-hmm. flirtatious and wants to connect with everyone and um you know say me too I can do that as well let's do it together or mm-hmm. um but yeah you really got to start with um because Aries is in opposition to Libra so you really got to uh, be aware of Aries energy so like me that me energy what mm-hmm. what can I do what do I need to to grow into learn explore and as well as that Libra energy of like Hey, how can I do that with another? How mm. can I do it in collaboration? Um, still be myself, um, but be in collaboration with another who knows themselves as well. So that's the higher right. expression of, of Libra. And that's what we are aiming to, to be and embody mm. this, this um, with the full moon in Libra as well as, um, but we have time, I think with uh, it being airy season, like we'll be mm-hmm. able to explore ourselves and yeah. what does that look like now, you know, in this, this year and um, how can we continue to, to expand that? Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Cause <laughs> it, it is a new astrological year. Aries starts a new astrological year. So we are quite literally yeah. like entering into a new, a new phase, you know? Right. Yeah. So I definitely would be just be aware of like, don't like if your natural inclination is to to not interact with people like maybe Mm -hmm. you know put your neck out a little bit like see what the (laughs) what the change of air is you know and like try to you know if you feel that nudge to talk to that person like Mm -hmm. man something about them makes me want to talk with them and just Mm -hmm. ask them out on a date or ask them to go to this event with me like just Mm -hmm. try you know just see what happens um because this is the energy of like connecting and um, now you will probably would get triggered, you know, like there will be that wounding because of that opposition, um, looking mm-hmm. at the aspects, that opposition to Chiron. So that deep child wounding might be aggravated. But I mean, this is all for evolution and to be able to understand ourselves more and mm-hmm. <clears throat> discover what relationships are right for us. So can you talk more about that yeah. Chiron aspect? Because I think my I, I don't think I think I'm pretty sure that my Chiron is in Aries. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, so you're having your return right now, if that's the case. Um, I'm not really, I have to like look more into the timing of Chiron. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it, if it is an Aries. Um, I feel like it's slower moving. But anyways, so Chiron is the wounded healer. Um, it's the asteroid in astrology. And um, when we look to the sign, it shows us our childhood woundings. Um, it could be a time, you know, when we're like toddlers or, you know, just babies. And um and I feel like it's like more connected to like the parent as well. Mm. And so with this Chiron placement of the wounded healer, it shows us that, okay, this is your wounding. But if you um, teach uh, how to heal from this wounding, you'll start to heal yourself at the mm-hmm. same time. So it's like a weird like. Like, yes, I am wounded here, but I have to like express this and engage with it with other people that are have this similar wounding Mm -hmm. and therefore like watch them heal. I am healing. It's kind of like that interesting dynamic, Um, but it's really um, close to the sun and um, Venus and Ceres. Uh, So it's like this like 
collaboration going on with all all of these of like okay these are my values but also these are my woundings and this is mm-hmm. serious this is what I need how to how I need to be nurtured and uh the sun is just kind of like amplifying that you know shining right. a light burning them up you know it's kind of getting really hot but it's like showing like this is what you know where you need to put a lot of your focus in but also keep in mind of your relationships with the moon mm. and libra so um did i answer your question i feel like i just like, yeah you absolutely did and I, I, <laughs> I got it wrong actually my chiron is in sagittarius in the fifth house okay okay so yeah i'm like i have to figure out the timing of like how fast he moves because like i don't actually know that I need to get some books. I, I've been saying that like, for a while because I have a really strong Chiron. Um, it's actually conjunct my Mars. So I just Ooh. think of like, oh, man, talk about toxic What's your Mars masculinity. <laughs> Leo. Okay. <laughs> so it's in my first house. So it's literally like me seen as mm-hmm. a wounded healer, um, which is weird because I'm like, I don't want to get wounded, you know, but I'm like, wait, <laughs> is it? Like, is it talking about more? It could be like more of like the psychological because my moon that um no the sun rules my first house and so um it's it's spiritualized and stuff anyways Mm -hmm. but yeah so this is kind of like i have to learn more about chiron because it says a lot about my life and can you can you um tell me your big six is i actually i don't think i know what your your whole chart is like your i know that i know some placements but what's like your your venus and your mercury for example yeah, so my Mercury's in Cancer. Um, okay. So I love talking about the moon and emotions and <laughs> um, what I'm feeling into it, you know, intuition. Right. Um, and then my Venus is in Aries. So I attract okay. a lot of Aries. I'm attracted mm-hmm. to a lot of Aries, you know, Aries energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love helping people start things. As soon as they're like, I feel like I should do this. I'm like, girl, that's instantly. <laughs> it's like my energy. <laughs> they're like, I don't know. I'm so scared. I'm like, I'll push you off the cliff. It's fine. <laughs> you'll learn you'll fly (laughs) let's just think of it like that amazonian woman like i know what i want and you do too and then go get it (laughs) oh my god so we are really similar latoya i didn't realize we had so many you know similar similar energies yes yeah we do um because like you have a a water mercury so you're very intuitive as well and Mm -hmm. um i'm missing your venus though what's your venus also pisces Oh, Pisces, that's right. You said that. Yeah. yeah. And so you have a water Pisces, but yeah, we were very similar. <laughs> very interesting. I it's really cool that. seeing that. But yeah, it, it is. I'm, I'm excited for this man because, you know, it's Aries season. So it's starting yes. things, you know, and, and this is where I feel a lot of my love and um, mm-hmm. feelings of abundance because of my Venus placement here. So I'm like, yay, I'm excited. Um, oh, and another thing too. So this moon is called Worm Moon. Uh, the soil Aww. is dying out, so the worms are coming up, and the that. birds are flying in and eating them. <laughs> but hopefully, <laughs> not too much, because we need their castings, uh, basically their worm poop, to to fertilize <laughs> the earth. And like, <laughs> why did you describe and- it like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like castings. Oh no! I mean, when I was, yeah, before I knew what that word was, I was like, "What's that?" And then looked into it, like, "Oh, it's literally." But like, yeah, so it's like super. Yeah, earthworms are super important because they they mm-hmm. help fertilize the soil and make it soft and structured and fertile and get all those you know spring flowers and things. 
set it up. So if you're gardening, definitely get some uh, red wiggler worms and mm -hmm. put them in your garden beds and they can help condition your soil over time. So mm -hmm. yeah, if you're planting your flowers, anything like that, go buy some red wigglers. Um, I think the place that I like to get it from, a uh, Texas worm ranch, I don't think they're sending them out outside of Dallas, but you can probably go online and um, get through some red wigglers or look around in your, in your community and see if you can support some local businesses and get some red wigglers. So, I love that. Yeah, the worm mm -hmm. So what do you feel yeah. like, what do you feel like you are working on personally, not only with this upcoming Libra full moon, but just like in this upcoming astrological year? Because I know for, <clears throat> for me personally, Aries season is also obviously my favorite season too, but not only just because I am an Aries, you know, also Aries Mars, but just because I love new beginnings. Um, yeah. And so I'm really sort of going into the full moon and the Aries season with almost like a blank canvas. Um, I love mm -hmm. viewing my life in periods or seasons and like dedicating goals and themes and particular like keywords, if you will. And so I know like for mm -hmm. me going into Aries season, I'm just thinking about embracing my power. Something that I realized in the last astrological year is that this is also something that I, I think is probably comes from my, you can read in my birth chart too, is that even though I know I have so much power, sometimes I struggle with sabotaging myself or mm. underestimating my own power. And so something that I've been focused on and that I'm taking into this new astrological year and airy season is like, no, 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 you are powerful, but you're also mm -hmm. sweet and nurturing and tender and you don't need anyone else to affirm that for you. Like you are these things. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, and like you are all of you contain magnitudes and you can be yourself fully like exist fully in all of those layers and magnitudes you know so that's what I'm yeah. sort of focusing on but what do you feel like you're just like where's your mind at like going into the new year oh man so basically it is like releasing guilt um Ooh. of being myself um because I have a lot of guilt of um just because I'm, I, I notice how different I am from others, other than being like awkward and you know quirky. <laughs> um, I just realized that I see things differently from others, right, and right. Um, one of my uh, you know fears is like having the wrong information or giving out the wrong mm -hmm. information, and I think that's like a, just a Gemini thing. And um, but like really owning like who I am and releasing the guilt for being myself and. Mm -hmm when I'm feeling called to teach, just do it. I don't need a certification. And so that's kind of like a, a thing that I'm working on and realizing that a lot of people are asking me these different questions. Like, what is the, you know, mm -hmm. what does this mean? You know, in astrology and I'm like, oh gosh, it looks like I need to start teaching more than, um, <laughs> than just, you know, sh sharing my thoughts on the thing. Right. And so um, yeah, just so really embodying that more, it's kind of like, a, okay, like, this is time. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really, it's a fun, it's a, it's going to be, yeah, really interesting to see that. And I guess in a way it's like owning my power too. Yeah. I was just thinking that I was like, it sounds like we're in a little bit of the same spot, but it's, it's a little bit ironic though, isn't it? It's like, yeah. because we notice that we're different from other people or think differently, we almost think that there's something wrong with us. Yeah. You know, which is yep. just kind of, kind of ironic, but 
we should really be viewing like these things that are unique and different about us as gifts and things that we were given for a reason you know obviously we right. you and i would not be in the field that we are in if we weren't different you know or if right. we weren't able to tune into this intuitive spiritual side that a lot of people really don't honestly believe in a lot of people don't even believe in astrology or right. you know don't even believe in the spiritual realm or, or or the work that we're doing but the people that we've been able to reach have said you know you're changing lives through the fact that you were able to share this information that you know some people might view as a weird or alternative or strange you know right. um so that should be a testament to the fact that not only to us but to anyone who's listening because you know this is not like um an experience that's unique to us but for mm-hmm. anyone who is sort of you know just feels like maybe they're the, the odd one out or you know someone told them before that they're weird or there's not a lot of people around you who are doing what you are doing or doing what you're interested in that doesn't make you the outcast that doesn't make you the one who needs to minimize who they are or dilute your personhood like no 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 right. that is like more of a reason for you to be larger because there's a right. need for it like yeah. you are helping to fill avoid basically in whatever community you're a part of so we all need to just we all need to pour love so 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 much love into ourselves because i know that you know sometimes if you don't get it from other people you think you know am i not worthy or am i not doing something right like why am i not getting this validation these affirmations that i'm looking for but people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves so like you Mm -hmm. need to you need to pour the love you're doing great be weird like keep on you know like having (laughs) these ideas and these and these feelings and these thoughts like you're having them for a reason you know so right and you air them out and and you know it's it's (laughs) and then when you start sharing them you develop them too like you actually get to understand like is that really what i think you know and and you can anchor down on it more so it's like mm-hmm. you gotta let that go you gotta let it you know share that light so people can see and it can be a collaboration kind of thing definitely um, yeah. you and i would have th- not even met and had would have not started this podcast would not be reaching the thousands of people that we're reaching had we not been authentic yeah know? isn't that strange it's like yes. oh my gosh and we've been through so much to like oh. get to this point like <laughs> Like you guys, if you haven't started yet, if you have not started shining your light, do it and do it yes. as soon and as you can. And it's hard in the beginning. Yeah, it's just but hard in the beginning. But you have that one person that will send that message saying, thank yes. you, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you need. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 more. <laughs> and then oh someone will be like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, well, because I feel good. Dang it. <laughs> do it more. And then, Period. yeah, it's just... <laughs> I love that. Yes. So shine that light. Share the love. Connect with that person that understands you or at least values you. For sure. (laughs) And yeah, you'll 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 find that. And that's another thing too, like with Libra partnerships and like whenever I was going through my phase of like figuring out, you know, my core values um, while I was in college, I met my husband. Mm. and you know just as strange just as different and Mm -hmm. man it's like wow if I didn't show that I'm different or who I am like I wouldn't have met you know him as well and like be here like you like you were saying pour into yourself pour the love in because um yeah you're gonna be able to connect with people that understand you understand your values Mm -hmm. they understand their own and 
y'all can continue to grow within each other so what um going into the full moon like we always do like i always ask what are some questions that you feel like people should be asking themselves during the full moon or or that doesn't have to be questions you know what are just some things you think people should be you know sitting with during the full moon in libra yeah so what deep runes are are being triggered right now whenever you're engaging with the other um and how can you care for yourself more without Mm -hmm. expecting them to fill that role um Mm -hmm. because venus the ruler is an aries so she's definitely about filling her cup as well as you know understanding the other so taking care of yourself how can you do that more and um honoring what you desire so really getting to understand what is it that you want this spring mm-hmm. and and also in the relationships and acknowledge your responsibility to uphold that um because saturn's also involved with this full moon um by trying and so it's an easy flow but you know realize your responsibilities and uphold mm-hmm. that um because once you're fulfilling your role, it makes it easier for the other to fulfill their role and, and make their relationship successful. So definitely. Yeah. So think about that, you guys. All right. Perfect. Between now and the next uh, full moon. Anything that I'm doing between now. Well, I have resumed my weekly donation-based yoga classes. I have them on Sundays at 11 a.m. Central Time. So that's 12 or noon Eastern time and nine Pacific time. I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's been great to return to teaching. Um, I also launched a new website. So now Earth Mama Co. You can learn more about our podcast specifically, learn more about Latoya and I. Um, You can also book now private yoga sessions with me. So I've just been doing some revamping of, you know, Mm -hmm. business stuff. So if anyone is looking for a new yoga teacher, you know, someone to help them develop their practice, I have so many more resources available now than I ever have before. So that's That's where I'm at. How about you? What's, What's going on with Emerald Astrology? Yeah, so I'm decided to start doing free workshops so that if you if you're interested in doing a workshop with me, sign up in my newsletter and uh, you'll get updated on like when I'm going to be releasing out. I'm already filled up the aspects of workshop for next month. So that's already a thing. But if you're um, needing some like clarity around like relationship, the nature of a relationship or like direction in life, I have um, my email readings that I offer. Uh, quick discovery. So that's a a way that you can get some insight on your situation, what's going on astrologically for yourself, like the lessons that are coming out at hand. Um, Check that out. Uh, You can go to my website and see that. Um, And also consultations. So I offer that as well. If you're looking for like a a rising sun and moon uh, birth chart reading or just one-on-one consultation on situations that are coming up in your life and need help and insight. So I have those things for you all. (laughs) Lots of ways to get involved, y'all. But that is all we have for you today. We are wishing you so much love and sending you so much positive energy as we embark into the new astrological year and also the full moon in Libra. So thank you for being with us for another episode. And we can't wait to talk to you again next month. Yes. See you guys later. See you. Bye.